Coming up on The Rock Fight, we're talking camp pillows and Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa with Shantae Salabert. That's next. This episode of The Rock Fight is brought to you by GearTrade. Since 1999, GearTrade.com has been your go-to home for unnew outdoor gear and apparel. You know you have that jacket, pack, or tent, or camp pillow that has been left out of your past few adventures? Why not load it all in a box and let GearTrade sell it for you? Heck, they'll even send you a box and a free shipping label. It's that easy to get cash money for all the stuff you're not using. Head to GearTrade.com and click on the Sell Your Gear tab to learn more. GearTrade.com. This episode of The Rock Fight is brought to you by Long Weekend Coffee. With four varieties of beans, Long Weekend is the best coffee to start your outdoor adventures every day, not just on the weekend. Head to longweekend.coffee and be sure to enter the promo code ROCK10 for 10% off of your first order when you order Secret Handshake. That's my favorite blend over there. Long Weekend Coffee. More weekend, please. We're also brought to you by rockfight.co. That's rockfight.co, your home for the Rockfight podcast. Check out each episode's page for video clips with our guests or to read my hot takes as a column. Lots of good stuff coming on the pike for Rockfight. On today's episode, Shantae Celebera breaks down the world of backpacking pillows and Jason Momoa makes an appearance. Not literally, but kind of. You'll see. Head over to YouTube to see what I'm talking about if you want to see the Momoa stuff. But uh, listen to it right now because we're going to start the show. Welcome to The Rock Fight, where we speak our truth, slay sacred cows, and sometimes agree to disagree. I'm Colin True, and today I'm welcoming journalist, backpacker, newly newly crowned ultra runner, wildflower enthusiast based on her Instagram feed, and reigning authority on excellent trucker caps. Shantae Salabert is here. She's on the show for the first time. Shantae, welcome. Thanks for coming on. Well, thanks so much. Um, I like that today, just now, I've become an ultra runner. <laughs> That's exciting. I'm a trail runner. I have not, I mean, it's ultra exciting and ultra enjoyable, but I have not gone the ultra distance yet. I thought yeah. you were had one in mind, or didn't you say you had one in I mind? I mind, but I'm not there yet, so I'm just training right now. Okay, so we put it out, we put it out in the ether a little too early. Now we're going to dial it back. Now I have to actually do it. Damn it, Colin. <laughs> well, off on a really great foot here. <laughs> listen, this is the rock fight, you know, so if you want to pick a fight with ultra running... Because As I, I wear a running, wearing a running trucker cap for those who are not watching this happen. <laughs> well, we wanted to have you on the show because recently you picked a fight, I mean, really with comfort in the backcountry, right? For far too long, really for far too long, backpackers everywhere have been oppressed and forced to use their sleeping bag stuff sacks filled with a down or fleece jacket or their stinky clothes when resting their weary heads after a long day on the trail. So you threw some rocks of your own by evaluating all the backcountry pillow options. I assume most, or at least most of the backcountry pillow options for the website, uh, treelinereview.com. So I'm kind of excited to talk to you about this today because I think it's a, it's, it's a gear review we honestly need. I think, you know, there's a lot of gear reviews that it's like, yeah, look, it's a, it's another Gore-Tex jacket. Guess what? Works a lot like the other Gore-Tex jacket you had, but now this one's a different color. So you know, I'm not a huge backpacker, but I'm a huge, I like to be comfortable guy. So just take us through, like, well, how did it all come about? Like, how, why are you so passionate about pillows? Well, all right. I'll tell you that that's two questions, Colin. So it is. How did it come about? Why am I so passionate? I will start with my passion, my deep abounding passion for pillows. You know, it stems from uh, comfort and it stems from comfort at home. I was actually in a car accident years ago where somebody just rammed into my car and my car ricocheted between two cars um, and kind of jacked me up for life in a small bit. And I actually developed arthritis in my neck as part of it. 
I also just have naturally occurring arthritis in my body. So it's very exciting. I get like a double whammy going on here, but it actually means that my neck will lock up um, sometimes just when I'm sitting doing nothing. And so I now sleep at home with one of those weird foam, like head, neck, pillow, ergonomic situations. It's like, like the, or like the concave control. side of like, yeah. <laughs> yes. I put my head and it's not, you know, it, I thought it was weird when I first started doing it, but honestly it's helped so much. Mm. And I backpack a ton. Like I backpack every month. I backpack sometimes, you know, for a couple of weeks or months of time. And so, um, not having a jacked up head and neck for that entire time <laughs> is very important to me as it turns out. But how did this come about? Um, I did not just wake up one morning on my beautiful ergonomic pillow and decide to write about many, many pillows. I was actually on a backpacking trip through hike um, of the Backbone Trail in the Santa Monica Mountains out in SoCal here. Uh, my friend and I did a, I'm trying to think of how, we did like an absurdly, like 48 hours or something. I don't even remember, like an absurdly fast push through that entire trail, which ended up being like 70 some miles with some side trips. And uh, I mentioned to my friend, I was bringing a slightly heavier pillow, pillow on that trip because my, my trusty steed that I'd had for like a decade or something finally just like deflated. And she happens to be the editor in chief and founder of Treeline Review. It's um, Liz Snorkel Thomas. She's a, a well-known through hiker and author herself. And she's like, hey, we don't have any pillow reviews. You want to do it? And you know what? As it turns out, I did because it also <laughs> meant that I got a lot of pillows sent to my house, which made it a lot easier to uh, find a new pillow. <laughs> so firstly, it's a really hearing about your neck makes you taking on any sort of trail running even more impressive. And I am definitely looking forward to the story when you're at doing your first like 50 or 100 and your neck locks up like at an aid station because that's wow, that's going to be an amazing story. <laughs> cool times. Can't wait for that. <laughs> right. Running. Yeah. Um, but no, but the uh, the other thing I just wanted to ask you, because we recently had someone from Snow Peak on um, and which is the kind of the opposite of backpacking. So when you say you backpack a lot, are you, well, it is. I mean, I saw no, it's, it's not. I have so much, I have like snow peak stuff. I take backpacking. The I whole thing is snow. like setting up your house in the backpack outside, you know? I have all that ultralight, like titanium stuff. It's, it's both. It can be both sometimes. Okay. Well, the whole thing I was like, cause I, my whole thing on camping is it's like, I like camping usually when it's an extension of something else. And, you know, Matt from snow peak was telling me like, no, no, man, camping on its own is a beautiful thing. So yeah. Is it truly, is it the backpacking that kind of gets you excited more than the camping part of it? Is it just the exploration? It's a lot of it is to not be sleeping next to other people who are making a lot of noise. <laughs> backpacking is great for that as it turns out for the most part. Um, yeah, actually as part of the backbone trip, we, it's that trail is notoriously difficult to find places to camp because there's, you can't, you know, backcountry or, you know, camp, you can't mm -hmm. camp anywhere except for in established campsites. And of course there's like, two backcountry spots on the whole trail. And then you have to figure out how to get to the front country campgrounds other than that. So we just reserved a spot and like enlisted a friend to be our, you know, driver to the camp. And oh my God, it was like, there were people literally with thumping bass until like one or two in the morning. Oh, and there was a camp host, but they must've been knocked out. So backpacking is like the best way to get away from other people. <laughs> and, um, but I do, I love going deep out there. I love mm -hmm. sort of, um, I love getting off trail. That's a whole nother rock fight for another, another time. Um, but yeah, I like, I like being far away as possible. <laughs>
so Justin Hausman and I recently did an episode about the Kelly Sandals, Kelly Slater's new footwear line that came out. I want to talk a little like big picture before we get into the actual review. And during which we talked about products kind of needing to exist. And this is kind of a thing I feel like it's a little unpoliced in the sort of outdoor space. And so for this review, the article, there were at least 10 camp pillows on the list. I mean, was that all of them? Are there more that no. didn't even make the cut? That's kind of all there are. No, dude, you don't even know how many camp pillows there are. So I had to, I told my editor, I was like, let's narrow in on backpacking pillows for the time being, because this is super overwhelming. And I only have so many nights of sleeping. So <laughs> um, I only have one head as it turns out, uh, you know, so it makes it difficult to test it like a shit ton of pillows. So I, there were this, this whole other category of like ultra plush camp pillows that you're not going to be carrying on your back. There's like stuff, like fancy ass $60 stuff sack pillows which is a whole other thing. Um, but yeah, dude, this was, this was like, like I basically looked to see what are the most popular pillows and, and let's crown some reigning champs from there. Are we overserved when it comes to camping pillows in general? Are there too many? I mean, is the differences that great where it's like, well, hold on a second, guys, let me tell you, I got a great idea for another camp pillow. You know, I mean, I said, are we there? Have we have we achieved achieved you know premium camp pillow you know level? No, no. I feel like we can go further with it. We, but I do think what we do see is a lot of you know Amazon gets their claws in something, and so you right. get a lot of like cheap knockoffs. And I think some of those work fine, especially for shorter trips or people mm -hmm. who uh, don't really care if their pillow deflates halfway through a trip or something like that. <laughs> so there are now a lot of like Amazon style knockoffs of uh -huh. some of the pillows that I reviewed and some of the other pillows that exist yeah um so you know but that does allow people to get in at different price points i think but they are generally maybe not as you know long lasting as some of the the other brands but are there too many pillows i was surprised by the differences in all the pillows i tried i really thought like okay how am i gonna review these like how the hell am i gonna sit there and go i i know what pillow is the right pillow <laughs> shockingly once you lay your head on a bunch of pillows in the middle of the desert or out on you know in the forest or whatever um it does become obvious the differences between them i was shocked yeah, i don't want to spoil the review uh yeah. but it's got like, everyone go read the review go to treelinereview.com and check it out i said but but because you had to give your impression of so many pillows like we didn't get to hear too much about the review process so let's start with kind of the basics right let's start with you know how many nights outside total were there any indoor evaluations were these all legit backpacking trips like how did, how did, what was your method oh colin uh i do want to remind you that you were going to tell me some exciting stuff about kelly slater sandals oh well let's get listen to the episode you know oh, uh, oh i see we're not doing it now that was like a teaser okay now i, I just think it's like i so the Kelly Slater, you know, he's Kelly Slater, right? And it's like, and if you know who he is, he's a big deal. At the same time, you know, he made us, he made a flip-flop. Now, then the flip-flop, he used this bloom technology, which is the, a midsole foam derived from algae blooms and like, you know, places where you don't want algae blooms. Really cool. <laughs> Love that. Love that we're replacing fossil fuels and things like that. Yeah. My take on it is it's like, I think we have enough flip-flop brands and uh, I would love to have seen maybe you use Kelly Slater's clout and this technology and like, hey, go have a meeting with Reef and Rainbow and Chaco and Olakai mm -hmm. and everybody else. And like, how do we get this in? And and I said on the episode, like, hey, maybe that all happened. And I'll say it again here. If this doesn't get cut from this episode, people at Bloom and Kelly, please come on the show. I want to have a conversation about this, because if that didn't happen, it's like you're not going to solve environmental problems by just continuing to make stuff, even if it's marginally more green than the other thing. Because we're talking about flip flops. <laughs> I mean, we're like most people. Most people in the world aren't going to spend a hundred dollars on their flip flops. They're going to walk into Walmart and be like, "Hey, 
$10 bargain bin. Give me those flip-flops. So that was my uh, big take on 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 Kelly Slater's slip, uh, flipper, slippers. They do call them slippers in Hawaii. So there you go. Kelly, Sla- Kelly Slater's slippers. Say that five times real fast. Kelly Slater's slippers. Kelly Slater's slippers. Nope, I can't. Okay, we're going to You can't do it. Kelly Slater's slippers. <laughs> um, all right. Okay, so Colin, you want to know how how the yes. sausage got made with the with the pillow review? Tell me about. Tell me your process. What's the process? Okay. Listen, once you one, you have to receive pillows. You have to find the pillows. I research, so it actually starts with a lot of research. You know, a lot right. of people probably think like like we were talking about a pillow is a pillow, right? No, they're very different, as it turns out. So I got these pillows and I started thinking about them in terms of like, all right, would I take a backpacking? Because this is about backpacking pillows. Right. And then, as it turns out, I took them backpacking. Um, I did, however, sleep with a surprising amount of them at home <laughs> because <laughs> um, because I travel a lot for work and for pleasure. And I have a cat sitter that sometimes comes and stays at my place. And so I'm constantly like swapping linens and stuff. And there happened to be a time where I came home from a trip and I was like, oh no, I don't have any more pillowcases left. And it was two of the giant bag of pillows that I've amassed. <laughs> uh, and I- Such is the curse of the gear tester. Such is the curse. Oh, darn. <laughs> um, and so I started like digging into the pillow bag and using those at home. And so they got mm-hmm. like, good testing to see, was this just a backcountry thing or is this pillow actually comfortable? Does it move around at night? You know, whatever. Um, but so some of the pillows I've had for a while and was a, you know, I've done like the PCT, uh, the Colorado trail. I've gone overseas with some of the pillows um, and mostly it's been stuff around here. So I mm-hmm. live in LA, so it's like, local mountains, uh, Joshua Tree for a ton of it. I went down to Anza Borrego with some friends. This hey, San Diego County. Yeah, yeah, just, you know, <laughs> Sierra, whatever. So, um, you know, yeah, I tried to get out there. I also gave pillows to other people that I think are discerning backcountry sleepers um, and gathered their opinions. Luckily, they seem to match mine. So, um, yeah, it was like that. Then I looked at people's reviews of pillows, so professional reviewers, like Gear Lab and whatever. Um, and then, I mean, even I saw some pillows on like New York Times, wire cutters, stuff like that. Uh, and then I looked at like buyers reviews. So what were people yeah. saying at REI.com about these pillows? Um, right. And you do come away. It's a really comprehensive thing. I mean, Liz, who founded Treeline, used to work with Wirecutter. And so she's used to like going deep into the weeds on stuff. And it's the kind of stuff that I used to think would be like boring as hell. And I really like weirdly enjoyed it because I love researching. Like I love researching shit. Any any chance I can get to like put off actually writing about it. (laughs) It's so much fun to me. So um, so I got really into it. Yeah, I edit like I just make everyone and clear here like i love the process of making things i worked for brand manufacturers for years i think it's incredible and also completely I, I love the story because i'm not a big hardcore backpacker i don't go backpacking a ton i've been aware that camp pillows are a thing they've been around for a long time but i was bikepacking a month ago and i definitely took my sleeping bag stuff sack and i put my down jacket in it right and it's not one that it's one of these things where i haven't really given it much thought which is also kind of crazy because we usually do like a family, you know, a river trip every year. Like the the kind of scenario where weight doesn't matter. Usually I just bring a pillow from home, but it's also like, yeah, but some of these pillows now seem yeah. like I was looking at some of the photos in your essay and the and in your review. And it's like, no, these are pretty comprehensive, really well-made products that yeah. seem like they're incredibly comfortable. It's not just, you know, the airline blow it up and you got a little puffy thing you right. can rest your head on, right? 
Yeah, it's it's kind of wild, like the attention to detail that people put into these things. And it like yeah. I said, came away from the process feeling like, A, I know probably way too much about backpacking pillows now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, all right, these things are well thought out. I mean, do I still think that most of them are far too expensive? Hell yes. But then again, you go into the R&D, like the you know design of it all and research and and the manufacturing. And then you had some of these pillow manufacturers, um, like Rumpel, I remember, had a ton of like you know, certifications like Blue Sign and different things like oh, that, yeah. actually trying to make the process more eco-friendly and not just lip service, but actually doing the things, getting the certifications, using recycled materials. Um, like some of the pillows had uh, used materials that are recycled from other products in that brand, oh, line, nice. like scraps and stuff. So it yeah. was it was nice to see that. And I'm like, all right, I get it. Like effort should be rewarded. And if I'm going to use a pillow, I want to be thoughtful about, you know, this brand actually gives a shit. So I will say I got ruined, dude, because I, <laughs> when I was going out testing. I, you know, there's, like I said, only so many weekends I could go out and backpack to try to yeah. that. So I would take multiple pillows on back my backpacking trips. So I would have like at least three pillows each time I went out. Mm -hmm. And, um, I tell you what, you get super spoiled because there's like one for your head, one for under your arm, for those of us who are side and stomach sleepers. Mm -hmm. um, and then for those of us with back pain, uh, one between the knees. So there you um, go. I'm getting ready to spend a month in the Sierra this summer. And I will say I may bring two of the lightest ones with me so that I can sleep better because oh you're out there for a month, it actually matters your cumulative exhaustion. So, Oh, you did promise details in your article about that, about the one, the old one that sprung a leak. What happened? You know, one <laughs> night I got really hungry, Colin. Just to start chewing on it. Uh, no, that wasn't exciting. I have sprung interesting leaks. Like I think I did mention in the article that I learned about um, XPED's wonderful repair policy after like springing a leak in one of my winter mats with my crampons. So. Oh, that's uh. did they honor <laughs> that? Did they take it back? Yeah, they repaired it. They fixed it for me. There you go. Uh, See? Good job, I put your crampons in the crampon bags? It turns out there's a reason for that. <laughs> That's so no fun, though. You know? It's like a, it's a Russian roulette in, the, in your backpack with your crampons. How else are you going to know what their repair policies are like unless you test them? All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about who the big winner was here. It's time to play what's on GearTrade.com right now! Since 1999, GearTrade has been your first stop to buy or sell gear and get ready for your next outdoor adventure right now. I'm heading over to GearTrade.com to look for my favorite deals of the day. And remember, things move quickly. By the time you get here, these items could be gone, so don't wait around, get shopping. Okay, first up, are you traveling or camping this summer? Then you need a Low Alpine Telesac 10 liter compression sack. This item is used but in good condition, normally retails for $233, but can be yours for $100.97. Next up, how about a lumbar pack from the brand that made lumbar packs famous, Mountain Smith. This pack is brand new, normally retails for $59.95 and can be around your waist for just $28.81. Lastly, this summer, if you want to avoid afternoon rainstorms and you wear a women's extra large, you can pick up a used Steo Ender Pack Light hooded jacket for just $109.56, while normally this jacket is $249. Man, what a steal. If you're wondering where these deals come from, they come from you. Gear Trade makes everything so easy, they'll even pay for shipping and send you a box to load up that pile of gear you have lingering in your garage and turn it into cash money. So if you're looking for that crucial piece of gear or apparel for your next adventure, or want to make some room in your gear closet, or both, there is only one solution, GearTrade. 
aerosummit.com. So not to spoil it, but Sea to Summit was the big winner between the Eros Premium and the Ultralight. Are they kind of a Salabert favorite brand? Is that, is that, is that a Sea to Summit a, a, a staple with you guys, with you? Or is that a like now this was a new time, first time really using Sea to Summit? No, I mean, the pillows are really the only thing I think I've ever used from Sea to Summit, if I'm being honest. I might have like a dry <laughs> bag or something from them. Um no, it's it just happens to be. And the funny thing is the Sea to Summit Eros Premium uh, is the one I was trying to see. Like that was the one that I finally that finally broke down after like a decade uh, okay. that I could not find. Um, and so I was trying to figure out, is there a better backpacking pillow out there for me and for most people? So most people being the qualifying factor, you know, there's a right. lot of bullet bags that would be very happy to just put their head on a rock. But, um, you know, if people are going to bring a pillow, what's the jam? And right. so, yeah, I, you know, I don't think about, I'm not a big brand allegiant kind of person. I don't, you know, fawn after brands. I do not kneel at the, you know, at their altars, but there are some that I like that I tend to, you know, get stuff because it either works for me or I've discovered they have a great return policy or something like that. But no, Cedar Summit is one of those that I've, you know, always heard good things about them. And mm -hmm. I can't remember they're part of like one of the larger sort of brand conglomerates, I think. Uh, but yeah, the pillows were great. I was surprised that their ultralight one, you know, made the winner too, because XBED had a pretty excellent ultralight pillow in the lineup and I, and it was lighter than that one, but you know what? Sometimes it's not about being lighter. It's about being more comfortable, Colin. I think that, uh, I, I appreciate, you know, the history of the ultralight backpacking scene, but sometimes, yeah, you do comfort matters. Right. And you're, and it's like the first night you can kind of handle anything, but you're really thinking about what the seventh night, right. Yeah. The seventh it's running low, you know, come on, man. Yes, exactly. Like, cause I, that stuff does build up, especially as you get older. I mean, I look very youthful, but, um, you know, but, uh, but it catches up with you and that stuff builds up in your body. And especially if you have something, you know, like autoimmune, you know, arthritis or something like that. It, right. Uh, you know, you just don't want, I, I want to choose the, as met much of the pain that I go through as I can outside. <laughs> like if I can alleviate the pain I don't want, that's much better for me. So were there any stories, like any specific stories from this trial that something happened? Were you like, I mean, it could have been something as simple as like, I'm setting an alarm to swap out this pillow so I can try this one for the second half of the night. Or was it like, were there, were there any, like, anything that happened during the, uh, over the course of the uh, trial that you recall? You know, I mean, I like that you want, you're thinking very exciting things about pillows, just the thrill I'm, of pillows. I'm trying here, man. It's pillows, you know? <laughs> pillows. What are you going to talk about? Exactly. No, I mean, I think one of the surprising things was how many of these pillows I slept on at home for multiple nights, <laughs> not just one night. Like, that's kind of deranged because I have very comfortable, you know, listen, like I have very comfortable pillows at home. Um, but no, it was interesting to see, like, uh, there was this big XPED pillow that was like, yay big and mm -hmm. this big, I think I put it as our, like for neck sleepers because the loft on it was very extreme and it was so comfortable. Um, and my friend who lent it to me, like, she's like, and I'll take it back immediately. So I was like, well, what, <laughs> if I just, what if I just kept testing this some more, you know, for yeah, I need another night, you know, I think, uh, yeah. I'm not quite sure yet. Yeah, I think it did another like, you know, three months with it. And she's like, no, that's okay. Yeah, uh, I'm honestly not that surprised to hear you sleep. And I actually had a question like, you know, what what is the best one for home use? I, that must be the one. But 
I mean, a lot of thought goes into the design of these things. You know, my pillow right now is probably like the one I picked up at Target, like, you know, a year and a half ago, right? It's not yeah, like, yeah. you know, it's just like a standard filled pillow that you have yeah. in the bedroom versus these, a lot of thought goes into, it can't a just be an inflatable of... bladder, right? I mean, it has no, to it be. No, it has to do, dude, you'd be, like, it has to cup your neck in a certain way. It has to keep your head from rolling off of your pillow. It caps the pillow. You don't, you know, think about the air mattresses a lot of us sleep on. They're just yeah, like slippy yeah. slidey, matching a slippy slidey pillow on top of a slippy slidey air mattress. So there's a lot of thought. I mean, but if you are asking which pillow I like to sleep on at home, um, it's going to be this one. Adjacent oh, well, now we have the clip for social media. I mean, like I was wondering, like, which one are we going to put up? So we're. So you're a Momoa household is what you're saying. Um, as it turns out, in the first year of our Lord, the pandemic, uh, 2020, my birthday's in the summer. We were at a, um, we were at like a, um, <laughs> after a movie, like a drive-in uh -huh. and friends brought birthday gifts for me. And so my friend brings over this giant bag and there's people watching this happen, by the way. She's like, all right, I got your birthday gift. Open it. And I unleashed the Momoa pillow, which is huge and very comfortable. It looks uh, comfortable. And people just started cracking up. And I was like, wow, that's a lot of pillow. That is a lot of pillow. And well, he's a lot of man, you know, let's be a honest. Lot of man. And he, he comes with me when I'm car camping. I have one of those Luno mattresses in my, we're just going to do the podcast together now, Jason. Um, yes. <laughs> I have one of those Luno mattresses in my car that like is fit to your car or whatever. And so I set it up when I'm doing, you know, like base camp trips or whatever. Sure, yeah. And I never think about the fact that I have the bed made during the day and I'll go off and do whatever I'm doing. And Momoa is He's hanging out, hanging out in my car. And I know people must see him in there. Um, but, what, but what's your relationship with Jason Momoa? I mean, he's a he's a nice gentleman. He's a good guy. I mean, <laughs> she her reasoning was that she knows that I think Jason Momoa is, you know, a hot dude. He and is odd, dude. want me to feel lonely the first summer of the pandemic. <laughs> I, I unfortunately, and I, I'm a Momoa fan, but I unfortunately had to kind of knock him down a few pegs on a past episode of The Rock Fight because mm -hmm. I was, well, I was evaluating The Climb. Did you watch The Climb on HBO? <laughs> no, I haven't. I'm, I I may have to listen to your podcast first. Well, I don't know. I'm suspect. I'm, like, look, I'm just going to, it was like, it was one of the first, I'm like, I'm just going to try potting on my own. I never guess. I'm like, I'm just going to talk about the show. And I love talking about pop culture stuff. It's like, if, yeah. if I could, if I could be a, like a movie podcaster, like that'd be great, but who cares what my opinions on movies. So um, just talk about like bad outdoor movies. Well, we, that's what Justin and I do. You have to come on a movie. Vertical review. limit. Yes. That I'll, you want to come on vertical limit? We're going to do vertical limit, which means you have to watch it again. Watch it. It's been a hot minute. It, it's just as bad. I'm sure. <laughs> great. But um, the issue with that show that was frustrating for me was it's like they I understood it, Momoa got it made and he and Chris Sharma have this relationship. Right. But they have these weird intros where he and Sharma are kind of planning out where they're going to take it. And then he doesn't go where they go to do the climb with the contestants. And it was just it, it felt very weird. his his involvement felt a little forced. Oh, they're like, <laughs> so, and here is Jason Momoa. Right. Um, like, okay, so the fans of uh, Aquaman are going to now watch, you know, the climb. Like, no, like dirtbag climbers are watching the climb. Like, what are you right. talking about? So. He's a legit climber. I mean, he's yeah. like, I have friends that run into him all the time out, like, up in the gorge up by uh, Bishop and everything. Right. Um, that is really weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, and I, but so I would like to take this moment, Jason. I'm sorry. You know, I hope, I hope the next if there's a season two of the climb, please be in it more or just step back and be the executive producer. Or just I'll come be on it. I'll bring the pillow. There you go. I think there that's you go. It'll work. It's an incredible likeness.
isn't it though? It's just majestic. Uh, but okay, but for real though, the pillow that I tested, because as it turns out, the Jason Momoa pillow is a bit unwieldy and large. One of my testing criteria. If you through hiked with the Momoa pillow strapped to your pack, <laughs> that'd God, be amazing. I'm trying to think this pillow is like, it's like, it's like the veterans you take an American flag on a through hike, you know, and you've yeah. got Momoa. There's a guy out there with a log right now. Um, a log? He's carrying a full-on log. I think his trail name is Logman. And I, I want to say, and this is the bad thing, is that I don't remember what he's carrying it for, but I want to say it's it's a veteran's cause, and I want to say it's for, uh, like, support for PTSD, which is a good cause, but I can't remember, like, the specific thing. But I think if you look up Logman PCT 2023, he'll pop up. But he's carrying a full-on log, but, you know. I think, I think we could have done better than Logman, you know? I think that's, like, you know, a, that's... Sometimes through hikers aren't getting a lot of nutrients. So their brains are really going with like path least resistance here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm log man. Log man. See, I got the, that's a long way to go carrying a log. Good for that's him. Long, I know. Amen. Uh, okay. So the pillow that I actually would and would totally keep, let's bring it back. Let's to bring the, it back around. All right. Listen here. Let me wrangle you. Is, I <laughs> this is the pillow that I actually landed on. It's the pillow that would be comfortable for all seasons when Momoa is not available. Okay. This is the Thermarest. It's a, it has a weird name. Okay. Thermarest compressible pillow cinch. I don't oh. know who they need. Oh. I'm right. I have so notes. I have notes on it. this name. I have a lot of notes too, because it deserves a better name. It, you know what? This pillow, so it does have like a cinchy situation. And then yeah. You can, this is going to be very exciting for anybody who's watching this podcast. Oh, that's a legit pillow, though. It's, yeah, it's big. it unfurls. I mean, it's it's too large for me personally to carry backpacking, but I could say right. if you're going for a night, this would be a great car camping pillow. And then you, yeah. like, floof it up a bit. It takes a hot minute to, like, expand, but it's, like, a good size, and it's quite comfy. I like the print. I slept many nights in my house on this pillow, so. There you go. And then you can actually make it tighter in the back by using this business. Like these are all really thought out things. It's like, you know, I knew, sat there and thought, what is everybody complaining about with pillows? Yeah. Now it's a firmer pillow. I also want to defend, um, you mentioned that you washed your old pillow and that the dirty water like said differently of how like how much it deserved to be washed. I never would have washed that pillow either. I just want you, I want you to feel okay about your choices. Like I'm totally, I'm like, I never, unless it was like I spilled coffee on it and I need to like, and even then I probably would just would have gotten a paper towel. I'd be like, and then I've been like, sweet, my pillow smells like coffee now. I would have been excited. <laughs> the bear is going to love it. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I, who washes? Okay. So just so y'all know who, yeah, everyone who's listening, I, you know, I will freely admit that when I'm backpacking, especially when I'm backpacking for like days and weeks at end, I'm a dirtbag. I embrace yeah. Love it. It takes me back to my little feral childhood, going to summer camp and like wearing the same pair of clothes all week and then trying to make the other clothes dirty. So my mom thought I wore them. Um, I did that because I was a weirdo. Um, still am. But yeah, dude, who's washing their, nobody's washing their pillow. Right. Although, you know, as it turns out, there's a lot of stuff in there, but your face is dirty anyway, no matter how many yeah. times I try to keep myself clean on trail. Like I have a friend who's got a whole routine and I will say like it works for him. His skin is glowing. Um, but man, it's, it's just too much for me to think about when I'm out there. I want to think about less when I'm out there. So see, I, I think that that's where, you know, if I, if I, if I have a conspiracy theory that maybe I subscribe to, it's that anybody who rents you sleeping bags never washes their sleeping Ugh. bags. Like, you know, it's like, you know, you're like, oh yeah, no, come on our trip and we'll, we'll get you the tent. We'll be all set up. And 
we'll have sleeping bags for you. It's like, yeah, no, I'm not touching those things. Yeah, Are no, you well, kidding just, like, me? Spraying Lysol on them, if anything. Yeah, if, right. It's but... like the, the bowling alley rental shoes of the outdoors, oh, yeah. you know? <laughs> totally, dude. It's disgusting. But you know what? The thing is, you should actually wash your sleeping bag like once a season because it gives it its loft back. Because if it does get oh, like, really? in there, yes, if it gets greasy in there, you lose the, if it's a feathered sleeping bag, especially you yeah. lose, you, the feathers are like, oh, uh, so they're is not. It, is it one of the, the perks that, you know, your bag morphs over time from like a 20 degree? Oh, now it's a 30 degree bag. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I know, I feel it like evolves with you. It's like gone to the wind at this point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So what's our final thoughts on pillows? What's next? What's the next big gear review? What are you working on? I mean, you're going to be out this summer. I know you're writing a book. You got a lot of things going on. Yeah, any, any big gear reviews coming down the pike? Or are you uh, you waiting for that next big thing? Not right now. I feel like it's gear reviews. It's funny because I don't usually like doing gear reviews. No. People fuss about this stuff so much. And it really is just like find something that works for you. But then again, I do kind of like reading them sometimes if I'm really trying to decide between A or B. Like I just mm -hmm. bought a new, this is so dorky, we're getting in the weeds, but I just bought a new power bank. It's the, uh, the not the anchor, it's the night core NB 10,000. Um, because my old power bank is like this janky thing and I have to now take professional grade photos and have, I have this like, you know, solar watch yeah, yeah. tracking my GPS tracks with, this is the life of a guidebook author, you know? So, um, I got to and my phone, of course. So I was like, well, what, what balances out like between being light enough that I could take it backpacking, but being powerful enough that I could recharge my shit for like a 10 day stretch with no resupply. Yeah. And other hikers said, so I get it. Like the reason I like this particular website, the Treeline Review, is that it's just like people who nerd out about backpacking who want other people to like find the stuff they love. It doesn't have to be the thing I like, but here's some ideas for you. Like it's just pure dorky stuff that you would probably sit and talk about over the campfire. Like, oh my gosh, I got like the coolest pair of socks. <laughs> and you don't even know. Socks are so deep, man. And like these socks are my best friends. It's like me and, and Gigi. But it's, yeah, pillows. I mean, who who thought one could spend, I've honestly, when I got this assignment, I was like, how the hell am I going to write? Like they gave me the assignment, I think at 2000 words. And I was like, that's a lot of words about pillows. Yeah, what'd I you said, end up writing? I think 6,000 words. I don't know. I was going to say, it was a long review. <laughs> it's really long. Um, but you know what? There's there's always- No, but it was needed. I'm not blowing smoke when I tell you that because I, I agree with you. I think the- and it's great that places like Tree Line, Tree Line Review exist because there are people who really do want to get to that level and people who want to know like, you know, the experience versus the stated manufacturer specs and things like that. But I think that I kind of got on my high horse a little bit on, on the Kelly thing because it's it's some of it is obviously the environmental part of it. But the other part of it is it's like stuff works like we have not had there's not really there's no more innovations really to be made to make us like more comfortable or perform better in the backcountry you have a preference mm -hmm. but if someone if i pull out a, a new pair of trail running shoes i know you know 15 years ago uh, maybe it doesn't work so well or maybe the the last things up what there's a lot of things that could still have been done incorrectly with either the design or production of that shoe everything is good now for the most part, right? I mean, it's all going to work. We have enough stuff, you know, like if I, if I go to, I've said this for a long time, if I go to Walmart and I've never been a backpacker, I can leave with a competent kit. It won't fit very well, probably. It won't last very long. There's probably some behind the scenes manufacturing issues that I wouldn't want to know about, those kinds right. of things. But I'm going to stay dry. I'm going to stay warm, all of those things. Yeah. And so when you talk about gear reviews, I think most of them are kind of bullshit these days. It's like, right. all right, we're going to review the, the get the new Gore-Tex jacket from Outdoor Research. It's like, 
all right, what do you have to say? Yeah. So, you know what I do like though is because so like talking about trail runners, like people, why do they keep doing this every year? They're like, and now it's the version 7.3.2 and we've made special things different and you're going to hate them all because you liked the previous version. Yeah, but so they got, like, that's, that's money. I know. I do that's like just, they got to sell more shoes. I know. I want, I do like it when they compare, like <laughs> Treeline just did a comparison of the, or like, updated the like the Clifton five or the Speedgoat five yeah, or yeah. something and to the previous and I'm and it's funny because they asked me for the Speedgoat because that's what I use for trail running and they're like mm -hmm. what did you notice and I'm like oh the five is actually very different because that thing is narrow as shit and yeah. I end up returning it and getting a wide like why did you do that <sighs> can you tell I have feelings about this but sometimes yeah, right. sometimes it works out where because I've been a Lone Peak guy an ultra Lone Peak guy for a long time but I'm a size 13. The relationship is I can wear them running and I will only wear them running, but then yeah. going out in the town, forget it. Cause they look like clown shoes. Yes. But the most recent lone peak is the first ones, like the seven, I think where like I can put it on with like a pair of jeans and I'm like, okay, oh. all right. I can, I can wear, I can go walk. I can go to the grocery store oh. these and not be embarrassed. Okay. So, Every once in a while, it, it, it goes in our favor. Every once in a while, you're Every right. Every once I in a while. It. Let's, for the record, speed good, speed goat fours can suck it. Like they were terrible, but but it is if it weren't for, the, for that kind of fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, the original speed goat was probably the one that everybody loved, and then they, you know, right, and then Decker's There's a like, reason no. it got popular, right? Ugh. Right. Yeah, so. if you're not making something more environmentally conscious or maybe lighter, like just come on, calm down for a bit. Like let let's just let the shoe breathe. That's what I mean. But, you know, Nike's Nike, Nike's written the playbook for us. So we got to make more, more money, you know, <laughs> getting cynical now. All right. So <laughs> any final thoughts on pillows or anything you want to uh, say about the pill, the great pillow experiment of 2023? Great pillow experiment of 2023. <laughs> you know, honestly, it's like there's that saying it's kind of hokey, but it's true. Hike your own hike. Like I, I know so many people who just do the stuff sacks, which I think is great. Use what you right. have. You know, there's that whole hiking maxim of everything should have two uses or more. Um, good on you. I try it. I sleep in my, my puffy when I sleep. So it's like, especially now that my sleeping bag is probably 10 degrees, you know, warmer. Because sleep. you weren't washing it. That's what I learned today. Watching it. Yeah. Yeah. As you learn today, <laughs> wash your sleeping bags, centric your life. Um, maybe you won't have to sleep in your puffy. <laughs> you can put it in your stuff sack and sleep on it like a pillow. But, uh, but yeah, really, I mean, it was fun to dig into something that actually can help people a little bit and at the very least, maybe be entertaining. Um, and it changed my mind on uh, how important the little things can be sometimes. There you go. I say just get a camp pillow. I think it makes sense. I think like, I don't know. I just, I don't know. Even if it's uh, Eric, oh, and Momoa's oh, returning. Oh, Momoa returned. Never, you know, listen. listen I'm going to have to do like a Momoa supercut for social media <laughs> on this episode. I think it's, I think this is from Society Nine. I think she got it from, so this is Dear Society Nine. Can you make a backpacking version of this? <laughs> oh my God. You can print on anything. That's, you know what? Fair, fair play. I don't, I don't have time to print on anything. Well, let's say it's June 7th. You said August is my when you're going to be out My birthday is July there. 16th. Okay. So. I think you have, you have 45 days to get a custom Momoa backpack. It could happen. <laughs> I'll, I'll reach out to see the summit. See what There we you go. Shante, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. All right, that's the show. Big thanks to my guest, Shantae Salabert. She's an incredible writer, and we're looking forward to having her on the show even more. She'll be back next week to offer a rebuttal to my take on Cotton Kills. 
hopefully be, you'll be hearing more from her in the future too. Uh, do you have a favorite camp pillow or method for pillows while in the backcountry? Send your feedback to myrockfight at gmail.com. We'll feature you in a future episode if we get uh, the feedback we'd like to hear or the feedback we don't like to hear. This is The Rock Fight, after all. Send it on over, myrockfight at gmail.com. Thanks for listening to the show. I'm Colin True. The Rock Fight is a production of Rock Fight, LLC.